All right. Hello and welcome just to family. Excuse me, this is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. As you can tell, we are live and in charge. If you are catching the replay or watching us live, give us a like, follow, share, comment, get involved in the conversation. Today we're going to be talking about getting unstuck. Um, and I'm super excited for this episode. To do that, our episode today has been sponsored by Phoenix Ardent. Phoenix Identity, uh, get unstuck by learning how to control your emotions because your life is waiting. Go and download the Embrace Your Positivity, the introduction to the Rockstar Method, link in the description. If at any point you want to get in touch with either myself or my guest speaker, you can comment while we're live or you can reach out to us during through our links, um, again, in the description of this episode. So I'm going to hand it over to my guest speaker to introduce themselves. Sophie, would you like to do the honors? Hello, everybody. Um, I'm really excited to be here. So thank you so much for the beautiful introduction. And um, yes, let's get started. So my name is Sophie Kay. Um, I'm a vitality coach and I'm actually based in Auckland, uh, New Zealand, which you can probably hear by my funny accent. <laughs> so what do I do? Um, my genius zone lies in helping people get unstuck, get unstuck in their life and where they are right now. So most of my clients find themselves running on a treadmill, um, find themselves just going through the motions and joy and the fun and, you know, the amazingness of, amazingness of life just seems to pass them by. And what I help them do is really figure out what thriving means to them, what thriving actually looks like to them. How do they do that? And what are some of the things that they need to do along the way? What are some of the things that they need to let go of? And some of the habits and, and ways of thinking and ways of being that they need to change in order to, to be able to hit that thrive space. Um, and, you know, the reason why I landed in this line of work was because of my own realization that for a lot of my adult life, I spent my time just going, my life going through the motions. And I realized um, when I separated from the father of my children, which was a huge wake up call, that life hadn't been, you know, it'd been fun, it'd been okay, but had it been as fun and extraordinary as I actually deep down wanted it to be? No, it hadn't. So I started to ask myself those really hard questions. And um, when I, you know, when I discovered what thriving and what, what happiness really looks like to me, I realized this is just too good to be, um, this is just too good to keep it to myself. I needed to pass this on to other people. This, this, um, you know, like the, this way of discovering for yourself, it's absolutely possible for everybody to thrive and to live a life that really gets them excited. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to spread this message that you too can thrive, that you get to thrive. In fact, that you deserve to thrive. Um, and no matter where you are in life, um, there are certain things that you can do that life is yours to decide on how you're going to live it. And there's certain things that you can do to get yourself unstuck right now. And I'm excited to be here to be able to share that with you and to have this beautiful um, conversation with you today, Melissa. Absolutely. And we we all kind of go through that motion. Um, yeah. What do I want? What do I need? Um, how many of you watching or catching the replay, how many of you have sat there and questioned yourself is there more what what am i missing or feeling like you are just going through the motions how many times do we do that where we're just like day in and day out it's the same routine and you get sick of it or if you feel stuck in it especially when you're married and you have children um you know you're stuck in a career or maybe you're getting older um 
I know even my own husband, he's like, I don't want to start all over again, right? With career wise. And he was in a place that was making him really unhappy. And I kept telling people, and I've met many people, various different ages. It doesn't matter what stage or age you're at. You have the capability. You have the power to change your life. Um, Is it going to impact others? Yeah. If you have a family, if you have children, if you have a partner, absolutely, it'll impact them. But it's not about hurting them. It's not about, you know, uprooting their entire lives. It's about having that discussion of, you know, we have to put ourselves first. And when we put ourselves first, we can sit down and have that discussion, right? If you're married and you're feeling like, you know, it's it's dull and you've tried all these different things to spice it up, but it's just not feeling it anymore. Have that conversation and go, you know, I'm really not happy. And we don't do that enough. We don't have that conversation of I'm not happy. Yes, absolutely. And see, you know, the biggest realization that I had for me, Melissa, was when I was in that unhappy place and, you know, my my, my ex-partner was in that unhappy place too, it had a severe impact on our children, on the people around us. You being unhappy on a personal level actually impacts people around you and it makes life less enjoyable for them too because the people that love us, they actually want to see us happy. They want to see us thrive. They want to see us doing well. They want to see us smile and get up every day and and have fun and and do what really lights us up. And so I think, you know, when my clients start this journey, this is often a realization that they have, that the stakes are much much higher than just their own happiness. It's actually that ripple effect on everybody else. And you're absolutely right. There is so much shame and guilt around admitting that, um, that we're unhappy that things aren't going the way we actually want them to, that maybe our career isn't what we thought it is. Maybe that, you know, some of the decisions that we've made have led us to this point where we're now actually not not feeling it. We're feeling unhappy. And, you know, I just I just want to say that there doesn't need to be any shame or guilt around that. Because tell you what, at one point or another in our lives, everybody goes through such a stage. And that stage, when you hit that stage, and I know that it, in the moment it doesn't feel good, and I know that there's there's a lot of you know emotions and feelings coming up for us, but the reality is that that moment, those moments are actually a gift. They're a gift for us to be able to look at and figure out what's working for us and what is work, what isn't working for us, and let go of what isn't working and really start gearing more towards what is working. Those moments are a gift. Again, they don't feel like it in, in the moment, um, but they really are. And um, you know, and it's so beautiful to see when 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 people have that realization because it re-energizes them and it makes them realize actually this is amazing. I now get to decide and then get to go on this adventure, discovering myself and where I want to go. There are so many opportunities out there, but if you feel like you have failed, that is a very different energy from to live your life from. It's a lot harder and actually has to do with the way our brain works. So if we're in, in, in survival mode and stress mode and fear mode, it's actually the two back parts of our brain that get activated. And when our, those two parts of our brains are activated, then we cannot take voluntary action. We cannot problem solve. We cannot see opportunities because we are stuck in survival mode. 
And many of my clients, when they come to me, they are stuck in that. So it makes it really hard for them to go. I know I want things to be different, but I just don't know how. So the first thing that you have to do is get yourself stuck out of or unstuck out of that survival mode. So you can engage your prefrontal cortex, which is the only part of our brain that actually allows us to take voluntary action. The part that actually allows us to create, a, you know, to create new solutions, to problem solve to be able to take that voluntary action to changing our lives. Um, so in, the, in order to get unstuck, um, we have to get out of that survival mode first. And there is a few sort of techniques that, that people can do, even in their everyday life, in their home. Um, and it is a bit of a process, but it's so absolutely worth it. And that's when the magic really starts to happen. It's quite exciting, really. And like you mentioned, there is that failure aspect to it. Yes. Um, and anybody, when you're trying to get unstuck and you're trying to make those changes, it's okay to feel that way. It's a natural process of things. Society has taught us in the last 10 years, I've been coaching for the last 10 years. And when I started coaching, the toxic positivity movement was really coming up and being like, oh, you have to be positive all the time and no negativity and remove it. And I call bullshit. Pardon my language, but I call bullshit. Um, and I fought against that. And I was rejected and ridiculed because I fought against that. Because I said those negative experiences, those negative feelings are actually your teachers. Those are your lessons. Those are the things that say, hey, this isn't right. You're not happy. Where are we going from here? That's what creates the change. So when you're going through that process, and, and this is something I teach in, in the Rockstar Method, is you need to control those emotions. Number one, recognize how you feel. So if you're feeling like a failure, if you're feeling upset, if you're feeling stuck, acknowledge that you're feeling that and say, this is how I feel. That's the first step. When you start to acknowledge those feelings, you start to take control of them. They don't control you anymore. And so you feel the failure and you say, well, I feel a fail. I feel like a failure because, you know, my marriage didn't work out or this career didn't work out or my, you know, um, what I promised my kids didn't work out, whatever that looks like. And then you're like, Hey, well, I feel like a failure, but I'm not, I I'm not happy. And again, we don't realize, and we're not taught that our pot, like our level of happiness or our happiness in general, in general is a very individual, unique thing. Nobody in this world is responsible for your happiness except for yourself. So if you're responsible for your happiness, now when you're a kid, that's totally different. Um, you definitely are. They don't know that, but they are responsible for their own happiness. Um, but think about kids. If you're in a relationship and you're not happy in that relationship, if you're cranky all the time or you're not happy and and that is like you said impacting the rest of your family as children they take that on right your partner will take that on and then it they feel like it's their responsibility because we have this misconception that our happiness is tied to other people and it's not while having my husband in my life makes me happy he pisses me off just as much when he gets like this morning He's like, oh, I just want to snuggle with my wife. I'm like, don't touch me. Like, it's first thing in the morning and I'm crabby. Leave me alone, right? He's like, but I just want to snuggle. I'm like, no, <laughs> I love you, but back off, right? And like, I mean, yes, does he get like 
why can't I snuggle? What, you know, like, I mean, obviously he internalizes it, but at the same time, it's like, it's nothing to do with you. It's, I don't want to like first thing in the morning or last thing at night, I'm not a friendly person. <laughs> that, that 20 minutes or half hour when I go to bed or wake up, don't touch me. Just leave me alone. Don't touch me. Don't, don't crowd me. It's my bubble. Leave it alone. Right. And so we, again, will take that on and it's like, oh, uh, you know, uh, so-and-so is in charge of my happiness. No, being around you makes me happy, but there are times where no, right? So taking that on and saying, okay, you're not in charge of my happiness. You're not responsible for my happiness. I am. So when you start to understand that as individuals, that power, like you, you start to feel powerful and go, well, if I'm in charge and I've created all of this already, if I take that power, but what can I create out of that? Right. And it's taking all that negativity, the angst, the anxiety, the depression, the feeling like you're stuck and, and alone. It's taking that and transmuting that energy into what am I going to do about it? Let's <laughs> like jumping in and starting to figure out okay, well, what does make me happy. That's right. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think it's that thing. That's, that's always that dance in relationships, isn't it? And especially if we live together, that dance between how do we nourish ourselves as an individual person? How do we, you know, um, have enough solitude for ourselves? Because I think that is honestly something that is so absolutely under underrated. And I think it is also one of the reasons um, why so many of us feel so so disconnected from ourselves and are living unhappy lives because we're actually we're not spending time with ourselves we're not spending time getting in touch with our our inner world we spend so much time looking outside of us and you know thinking about the relationships and managing all of that that we really forget that everything that happens outside of us is a reflection of what's happening inside of us. Mm -hmm. So going within is a really important part. And especially within relationships, you know, I've, um, I found this always a really interesting one, the dance between the two things. And these are often questions that don't just come up with my clients, but with my friends and family, you know, in everyday life. How do we balance those two things? How do we integrate they're having enough time for ourselves as an individual so we can go time and we can go within but also you know spend enough time with our loved ones and and connecting and that really you know and I love that you brought that up before that it's such an individual journey what works for us as an individual may not work for the next person and really just simply embracing that we are all I know it sounds so so corny but we are all unique there is not a single person in this world that is like you, Melissa. There's not a single person in this world that is like me. And when we start to understand that on a core level, that gives us a whole whole new freedom because it, 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 we start to give ourselves permission that actually I get to do it my way. And see, here's the thing. Sometimes, and I think this is funny that you brought this up with your husband because Sometimes when we do something for ourselves, it's not necessarily when we do something our way, it's not necessarily liked by other people because it doesn't necessarily match their own values and what they think is the right thing to do. Um, but, you know, I really believe that we can live in a world where everybody and everybody's ways of being can coexist if we allow ourselves to give each other compassion. And, you know, again, um, you know, like you said, really understand that 
how I feel or what I am trying to do or what I am doing or not doing is not a reflection of you. And it is nothing for you to, to, you know, it's not something for you to take personal because we do take it very personal. We take other people's actions and what they do and what they don't do very, very personal. And, um, you know, I think for me, the biggest breakthrough <laughs> was really understanding that, especially in relationships, I'm actually not talking, talking to you, Melissa, I'm talking to my perception of you and you, Melissa, are talking to the perception of, of me. So, um, and that when we really start to understand it, and that's a really huge conversation, but when we really start to understand that, we really get ourselves unstuck in relationships too. Because as you said before, we get our power back. And that is such an important part of being able to thrive. You, If you're feeling powerless, you cannot thrive because you've just made yourself dependent on the rest of the world and everybody else around you and your circumstance. And that is a very, um, you know, a disempowered way of being. But when we can take charge and when we can feel empowered of ourselves and what we do and where we want to go, then, um, you know, life feels very different because we're in control. And let's face it, you know, by society, it's, it's you know, it's bad to be a control freak. It's bad to want to control everything. But the reality is it's part of the human condition because when we are in control, we feel safe. So the question is, how can we make ourselves feel in control um, you know, in the areas of life that we actually do get to control. And then there's some areas that we don't get to control and, and finding the balance between the two. And sometimes compromise. Um, using my example of, you know, the last half an hour before bed and the first half an hour in the morning, there are days where I do want to snuggle, right? And there's days where I'm just like, you know, if my husband came to me and said, you know, I really just want to snuggle, can we snuggle before bed? I'll be like, absolutely, right? Like, there is that compromise. We do sometimes put ourselves in maybe not an uncomfortable position, but, you know, say, oh, you know, they'd really like this. It's like giving somebody a gift you don't like, right? You mm -hmm. still buy the gift and give it to somebody else because they like it, right? We don't have to like the same things to respect and engage in those things. Um, so getting back to getting unstuck, when you are emotionally um, invested in something, and I think that our, our emotional aware awareness and our mental awareness are what really creates our, our feelings of being stuck. When you are emotionally at at attached to an outcome or a situation or an event in your life, you will not see the different possibilities in that event. Whether they be negative or positive, you're not going to see them. So if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling alone or out of options, if you remove that emotional outcome and, you know, recenter yourself, as I like to call it, when you center yourself to your kind of like your everyday, all the time, you know, level, um, centered level, then you're not really up high here in the emotions or really down there in the emotions. And you can start to logically process, right? And when you logically process, you can go, okay, what is actually keeping me stuck? Is there anything actually keeping me stuck? Or is it just me not taking accountability, not taking responsibility, not understanding what my personal power is or what I really want? When you can connect with yourself, connect with your emotions, connect with your individual identity, that's what really gets you unstuck and says, okay, I need this 
to feel better. I need to do this to thrive. I need to, you know, connect with who I am and I'm going to do that in nature. I'm going to do that through music. I'm going to do that through whatever that looks like, right? Having half an hour a day or even 10 minutes a day of me time where nobody bothers me, nobody talks to me. I turn off my phone um, and I'm just me in that moment. Um, and making sure that you're you're doing those connected works within yourself to really ask that question, who am I? What do I want? How do I get it? Yeah, definitely. Look, I resonate with all of that. And I think it's so it's so true. You know, we we spend so much time operating from a space of this is what I should be doing. This is the boxes that I should be ticking. This is what society tells me how I should be living life. This is what you know, my parents did, and this is what my friends down the road did, and it's working for them. And when we when we work from that space, and when we live life from that space, it doesn't feel great, because it's not aligned with, with what we actually want. And, you know, a good friend once said to me, she reckoned that the hardest thing to do is for you to figure out what you want. And I have to say, figuring out you want is 50% of the work. You know, there's there's lots of other things that come with that, but really figuring out what is it that we want? Is it actually, so the thing that I want, is that actually what I want or is it what I believe I should want? And really um, opening up these conversations and, you know, I, I find this so fascinating when when I see my clients go through these processes where they, they realize that actually, I don't really know uh, what I want. And then they go, but I should know what I want. It's like, well, maybe this is a great space to be in. There's actually nothing wrong with not knowing what you want. Um, and then, then that becomes a space of adventure. That becomes a space of let's try out a few things and see what it feels like. And I like to liken it to kind of going into a clothing store. You know, some of us go into a clothing store and they beeline for three different pieces, which they know they'll love, right? Some of us walk around the clothing store and I know I've been, you know, I've been that person or both of those people in parts of my life, go through a clothing store and go, oh, I might try this one on. I don't know if this is really my thing, but I might try this one over there. That color's fun. Not sure really about the cut, but I'm just going to go and try it on. And I think that's what might makes life fun too, you know, when you can allow yourself to browse, to try on some things and, and make the decision whether you're going to buy it or not. And you don't have to buy it if it doesn't fit with you. If it's not a piece of clothing that you actually feel great in, then you don't have to buy it. But, you know, um, let's not, um, let's, we don't have to be, um, you know, so, um, so serious about um, about these processes. It's totally cool to try on things and to then decide that they're not not for you and that's part of the the adventure of life and um you know those things can be a lot of fun I mean there's a lot of movie scenes about doing that right two girls or two people go into a store and they try on all the silly clothing and they're having a great time doing it so let's have more of that great time trying on a few bits and pieces that may or may not you know be right for us but we have fun doing it in the process anyway so I have the perfect example for that and I and it happened yesterday I love it. So I have seven businesses and part of that has been trying, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, and so going through that process is what do I like? What do I want to teach? What knowledge do I have? And those seven businesses have been my babies, right? And so, but the newest one, and you can see 
And I'm not doing this on purpose. It just automatically happens. And this is why I wanted to share this story. The look on my face when I tell people about this business, and I haven't like fully embraced the fact that I own this business yet. Um, it is insane. And so I ordered some sample products and I got them yesterday. So um, I bought t-shirts and so I put one on. And I walked around wearing this t-shirt yesterday and I felt so good. I, you know, I was just waiting for somebody to see my shirt and comment on it because it's inappropriate. Um, and I was just, I was so excited. And the, the happiness that I radiate when I talk about this business or the things that I've created in this business it's not going to be for everybody. Not everybody is going to like it. Some people are going to be offended. Some people are going to love it. Some people are just going to shake their head and walk away. But I love it. And it's, that's, that's the difference of it, right? Is not everybody's going to like the way that you express yourself. Not everybody's going to like who you are, um, or what you want or what you need or, you know, what makes you unstuck. And that's okay. It's embracing who you are. Like, I'm not out there to offend anybody. So I'm going to show you the shirt that I was wearing yesterday because it's one of my favorite sayings. Um, and it is, do me a favor. <laughs> Shut the F up. <laughs> so I say this to the people I love the most right? Um, and they know, and I'm smiling when I say it, it's not meant to offend or, or anything along those lines, but it's something that I say. Um, and so, like I said, for me walking around yesterday, I felt great. And I felt like myself, I felt free. Um, and it was just, it was a different experience. Even my kids are like, oh my God, they love it but they love me talking about it and seeing the look on my face, right? So your family, your friends, while they might not agree uh, with whatever it is that you enjoy doing or being a part of, they love you. And like Sophie said at the beginning of this episode, your people want you to be happy. Yeah. And if somebody is not happy with what you're doing or how you're expressing yourself or, or anything along those lines, that's their perception. That's their perspective. It's an issue with them. If you're not intentionally trying to hurt the ones you love by following your passions, by following your dreams, by embracing your truest self, that's on them. That's not on you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I love I love bringing this. I love, love the whole full circle thing, but bringing this back to the to the getting unstuck and what you said before. And you're right. The first step is always awareness really embracing how we are feeling and and really sitting with it um you know and not escaping from that space because when we fully allow ourselves to feel something to have the full experience of that that's when you as you said we can really start to think okay what's serving me here and what's not serving me here and um really aligning ourselves with that with with that which serves us and um, sometimes letting go of the things that don't serve us, it feels painful because, you know, it is something that that we've had around or something that we've done or a person that we've been with for a really, really long time. Um, and that can be really, really scary. So 
going through these processes can be super helpful to have people along along your side whether they're coaches whether they're counselors whether they're friends whether they're it doesn't matter how who you choose as your support person but you know often getting unstuck um you know involves uh, involves support and um you know i just want to say that i think it's really important to allow yourself to to get that support um to get that support for yourself because you are you are not alone and you don't have to do this alone and sometimes going through these processes feels a little bit scary yeah um there's there's grief involved in everything right um there's grief there's grace there's forgiveness there's understanding and awareness and you hit the nail on the head it's okay to not follow through with something that you thought you were going to do for the rest of your life or be for the rest of your life um and there there is grief in that when a relationship ends you're mourning that relationship when a career path ends you're mourning that career path Mm -hmm. because at one point you loved it at one point it was something that you wanted and it's okay to let that go um all right is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going um Yes, there's there is one thing. Uh, you know, we spoke it before about um, you know, really reconnecting, reconnecting to ourselves. And um, I'd love for our listeners um to to be able to uh, really go within themselves because you know, I think for me, my the greatest power that I that you know, the as as powerful as I felt in my life, the most power I've been able to access is really connecting to my heart, to my soul. And, you know, not listening so much to the up here, because this is conditioned. This is something, you know, these thoughts and beliefs that are going through our head, they, they've been conditioned by how we've grown up, what we thought we needed to do, our environment, society, the messages that we've seen. But what truly aligns with you, what really is your jam, when you feel it and hear that's that's when you know it's right for you so I'd, I'd love for our viewers to you know to start to be able to to really feel what is um, what is right for them from their heart space from this space and I think a lot of you will know what I've been with that um not from here this is how we thrive by following following our heart following our soul so allow yourself to do that because when you do that you create magic in this world and um, you inspire others to do the same. And it makes for a way more loving and connected world. Um, yeah. So thank you so much for having me here and being able to, to have this conversation. It's a really important one. Absolutely. So remember, everybody, to get unstuck, learn who you are. Learn who you are, what you want. And like I tell my own kids, you figure out what you want by knowing what you don't want. That's one of the greatest ways to figure out what you do want is by starting with what you don't want, because you've already experienced what you don't want. Um, So take those lessons and run with them. Um, Thank you so much, Sophie, for joining me today. I really appreciated your time and this conversation. Me too. Thank you, Melissa. Thanks for getting this, um, you know, have, having this talk show, having this podcast and getting these these messages and these conversations out there. Absolutely. That is the whole point. <laughs> All right. If anyone would be interested in connecting with Sophie, please do. Her links are in the description of this episode. You can reach out, 
follow her on her social media, get to know what she's all about. Links in the description. Um, if you would like to be a guest speaker on the show, blogger, sponsor, or if you'd like to see a topic featured, please reach out to us at justalivetv.com. Follow us across our social platforms. Give us some love, share, um, get involved in the conversation and start having conversations of your own. That's why the show is titled Giving You Something to Talk About. Lots of love. I will see all of you on the next episode. Bye.